Hi, friends. This is Will Parker. Before I jump into this week's episode, just a few notes as I get ready to introduce you to episode 264, Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader, with my guest Daniel Bauer. Gosh, it's probably been months ago now that I sat down with Danny and recorded this interview so that I could save it for this week because Daniel Bauer is the author of a new book, Mastermind, Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader, that releases the last week of September 2021. And in it, he reimagines what PD should look like for school administrators who want to grow within communities. And Danny's work inspired a lot of the work that I'm doing in executive coaching and masterminding. And if you have not been familiar with his work before and you want to go back and listen to previous episodes, I've had Danny on the show twice before. He was on in June of 2017 in episode 71 when I introduced him to my audience and we share a lot of leaders who listen to both of our podcasts. And then later in August of 2019 for episode 162. So if you want to go back and listen to Danny and I share stories in those podcasts, feel free to go back to my archives at williamdparker.com and look up episode 71 and episode 162. But this week's conversation was so much fun. I've actually broken it down into two parts. I'll share part one this week and part two next week. But I hope you are as excited as I am about learning ways that you can level up in your leadership through Danny's generous sharing of the ways that he's been able to connect leaders and help them grow by unlocking the talent within them. So enjoy. I hope you're having a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Principal Matters Podcast, episode 264. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast, where we bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, I'm talking to Daniel Bauer about masterminds, unlocking the talent within every school leader. Daniel Bauer is an unorthodox ruckus maker who has <laughs> who has mentored thousands of school leaders through the Better Leaders, Better Schools blog books, podcasts, and powerful coaching experiences. His upcoming book, when and at the time of this recording, his new book, Mastermind, Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader, is a book that reimagines what professional development for school administrators looks like in order to meet the needs of all school leaders who currently feel isolated and overwhelmed. Daniel Bauer is also a former guest on this podcast and Danny and I have been on each other's content areas before Danny Bauer. It's just so great to see you, my friend. Thanks for taking the opportunity and the time to connect with principal matters listeners. And as always, I'd just love you to fill in the gaps on that. Let people know what's going on with you and anything else that might surprise listeners to know about you. Yeah, sure. Uh, so much, so much is going on. I think it, time that this releases, right, the book is getting launched. And so we're super pumped about that over at BLBS. Um, and we're closing a, a new offer that will be the first time we've experimented with something called the Principal Success Path. I know you and I went back and forth on that a little bit. So uh, I, I hope that that's been a great experience for leaders. I believe it will be. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm predicting, right, because right now it's yeah, just thinking in the future. Uh, so that's all, all been great. And you said something that people might be surprised to know about you. You might not even know this, Will. So this is like a first time I've ever revealed this. I think, um, I was only a principal for one year. Did you know that? You did. Okay. I knew (laughs) you were an administrator for a short time. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, uh, well, 
Well, many of the listeners might not know, but the thing is, is that uh, better leaders took over, right? And I was super happy. Like I love serving in a, in a local school. Um, but one of my core values, you know, well, I call it a sponge that scales because I love to invest in myself. I love to learn and then teach it to others. And, and you know, thinking about this idea of scaling, that school was 1800 kids. That's a big middle school. But now if you think about the 70 plus leaders that are just in the mastermind, a thousand, let's say average kids in their, in their school, just in that tiny group, you know, that's 70,000. And then there's the other programs and, you know, podcasts and this kind of stuff. But yeah, it's kind of, kind of wild, you know? So here's why I share it though, is because early in um, doing what I do, there was the imposter, you know, and like, who are you to help leaders uh, level up? Well, the proof's in the pudding at this point, right? People are experiencing results. And I've just found my niche in how I can serve powerfully, and it's worked. And so uh, I, I mentioned the sponge at scales. The other core value I want to share that's personal is called turning pro. And it's important for you and the listeners just because if you consistently show up and add value, you defeat the imposter. That's where confidence comes from. You don't get confidence first. You get confidence from continuing to show up and then seeing the progress and the value that you create. Well, Danny, one of the things that I really appreciate about you as a self-proclaimed ruckus maker is <laughs> your authenticity, is your authenticity and your vulnerability and your transparency mm-hmm. and your commitment to not work in isolation. And so when we connected several years ago, you had just stepped into the podcasting world and you were leading a school at that time. You were, had been a teacher before that. And I think you had done some education consulting before the school leadership. So, but you were just, you were really um, pioneering in, in the, in the world of principal podcasting or school leader podcasting. Mm. And so first of all, thank you for being an inspiration to me because you were one of the first people whose podcast I was invited to share on as well as our good friend, Jethro Jones. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, when I finally decided to dip my toes into the world of podcasting, you were so supportive. And then a few years later, when I decided to begin experiencing some masterminds uh, on my own, you were so supportive and helpful in helping me think through ideas and encouraging me to take risks. And so I'm just really grateful for you, for your leadership, uh, for your authenticity. And I'm really excited to share some with, with listeners, some ideas that you're going to be unpacking in this new book. And I'm just going to tell you selfish, selfishly, I'm so excited that, that, that you've done this book because you have learned so many lessons in providing learning for leaders. And so let me just start here. You, in your book, you look at a variety of reasons that school leaders are not experiencing transformative professional development. So explain, mm-hmm. explain what you've learned in working with principals about those obstacles. Yeah. You know that I'll try to, I'm a storyteller, so I'm going to commit to telling one story because I could tell 10. <laughs> so one of the things, you know, when I think about the, the leadership development that sometimes falls short, one of the things I think about is just like bringing it back to when you were a teacher and in the classroom. And if you think about it, like, uh, who are the who are the students you focus on, or who are the students? Not let's not say you, but 
the average classroom teacher, who do they focus on? And it's usually the kid who's causing the most trouble, right? Just because a little bit of a thorn in their side or whatever. Well, that, that translates to school leadership as well. When you're thinking of a central office and support, uh, and you think about who has a coach or who is uh, getting that support, it's actually the, the lowest performing principals and assistant principals. And yeah, we want to help them uh, get to a standard that is needed, but who's missed? Everybody doing okay. And definitely the, the people who are just soaring above the rest. And normally they're the ones who get tapped, right? You lead PD, right? You give back even more, but who's pouring into them? And so I think one of the, the biggest missed opportunities uh, and folks aren't experiencing that, that transformative professional development is just because it doesn't exist. It's a one size fits all, you know, here's, and so in, that's usually a race to the bottom, the lowest common denominator. And that's not what high performers need. And, and it's funny because why don't we know this in education? We preach differentiation, personalization in our classrooms. And then we forget about it for the adults. Now, this is, that's a generalization. That's not every district. But it happens common enough that I've built a business, right, and support school leaders around that concept. And so I guess lucky for me and lucky for the leaders I serve. That's great feedback. And, you know, Danny, the longer that I've done this work in supporting school leaders and having been on the other side, receiving professional development and trying to grow and then being on this side where I'm trying to provide support and help for for education leaders, you begin to see obstacles that... Mm that are um, sometimes systemic um, and sometimes uh, are chronic. And I've not done research on this. Maybe someday I'll be able to share more than just anecdotal stories, but, but I just, I feel like so many principals are in this organizational um, trap or the design of their work makes it really difficult for them to continuously grow. And so the idea of intentional growth I think is is the heart of the work that you do, which is that mm-hmm. that if you're going to inspire other people to grow, you have to be growing yourself. And if you're not growing yourself, then there's no way you're going to stay inspired to either mentor and help others or inspire your teachers and your students to to grow as well. And in your book, you unpack the what you call the ideal mastermind members, you know, the, the person who's ripe for this kind of professional development. So take us there for a few minutes. What, what are some things you've learned by plugging principles into masterminds that have become powerful places for them to grow? Yeah, great. Thanks. Well, and let me go back before I go forward and talk about the ideal mentor, um, just because you mentioned, you know, some of the research and that kind of thing. So this this is fresh research from 2020. And uh, it was a uh, research done by the NASP and the Learning Policy Institute. Uh, but they they surveyed 407 elementary principals. So we can we can generalize those results to a larger group of leaders and just say this is what people experience. And long story short, listen to this. I mean, it's shocking the stats. of leaders surveyed spent time sharing leadership practices with peers three or more times in the past two years. Okay. That's, that's shocking. 23% had access to a mentor or coach in the past two years, 23% of these uh, principals surveyed. If the principal served in a high poverty school, it was 10% of those principals had access to 
a mentor or coach. That's not even a quality mentor or coach. That's just a, a breathing <laughs> mentor or coach. And then uh, 56% of those leaders surveyed participated in a PLC three or more times in the past two years. So if you consider like going to the dentist or going to the doctor and you have somebody who's going to uh, do some work on your body to make sure that you are optimized for health, right? In just life. And you found out that this doctor or dentist uh, doesn't regularly get coached or connect with his or her peers. Would you go to that doctor or dentist? Like that's, I mean, it's a rhetorical question, but this is what the landscape of educational leadership is. So I, I just wanted to share those shocking stats quickly because that helps then um, set the context for an ideal mastermind member. The ideal mastermind member is hungry, right? And they want to run with other leaders who want to grow and level up. I, I created something called a mastermind mindset scorecard, and maybe we can link that in the show notes. It's for free um, for download, but it's, it's also in the book. But essentially, you know, I look across 12 categories. Uh, are leaders generous? Are they hungry? Do they welcome feedback? Are they candid? open-minded, collaborative, excellent, anti-racist, emotionally intelligent, demonstrate ownership, have authentic goals, and a high level of compassion. And so those are a lot of categories. I won't dive into all of them, but essentially it's just, it's a leader who wants to grow and wants to be around other leaders who want to grow. We've all been to a conference or, or some sort of uh, leadership workshop where you're on fire, taking notes, mapping out like what is next. And you look over and somebody's just scrolling through cat videos on Facebook. Like what? Are we in the same? Like, is this reality? Well, it is, you know. So we attract the people who want to grow and want to be surrounded by other like-minded leaders. Uh, but Danny, that list is so powerful. In fact, could you just read it one more time? Because there were so many qualities in there that I think are good reminders for leaders when they're assessing themselves in terms of, you know, it's so personal manager listeners, as you listen to this list, I'm doing the same thing. Let's do a quick self-assessment on where you might fit in the scorecard. Do you mind, Danny? Well, yeah. And that's, that's the cool thing. That's, that is, uh, if you download it for free or get the book, it's in there too. Um, it's a scale from one to 12, right? And so like each part is one, two, three, four, five, six, et cetera. There's no right or wrong where you score yourselves, right? I'm high in some of these areas and lower in others. But the other feature too, is that there's a now and a next column. And I unpack and I make that real, uh, hopefully for the listener, because you could create something similar for your school, right? I don't know if I shared this in the book or not, but this would be awesome. Like what would, what would a school level ideal faculty member scorecard look like, right? What would be your categories? How would you grade it? And then how would you have potential employees uh, rate themselves in terms of where they're at now and where they want to go? Wouldn't that be a great way to like qualify who might staff your building? So yeah, I, I can read them. I'll try to do it fast, but I do like that now and next because I'm looking for growth-minded individuals as well who can identify like what it is that they want. And then two, it helps me qualify uh, in terms of leaders. Can I support them? You know? And so it, it works. It's just, it works around so many different levels, but it's uh it's generous. 
hunger, welcomes feedback, candid, open-minded, collaborative, excellence, anti-racist, emotionally intelligence, uh, ownership, goals, and compassion. So that's that's mm. the mastermind mindset scorecard. Well, and what I really appreciate about that is, and I'm sure you and I share some of the same practices, but you know how important it is when you're when you're stepping into a new group or any group for that matter is to understand the norms of that group so that there's mm. some common expectations, common agreements of, of the direction you want to go. And what I really like about that, Danny, is that you're setting those common expectations before those before before that conversation even happens with the group. That to step into this group, th- this is the mindset that you're gonna mm-hmm. that you're gonna need to have. And and you also in your book talk a lot about authenticity. And I I would love to park there for a few moments and just ask you why is that so important to you when you think about the importance of of authenticity for leadership growth. Yeah, well, when it comes to like authenticity, um, you know, and to me, that's that's made up by safety, uh, self-awareness and being values driven. You know, my mentor who taught me about masterminds and helped me grow. Right. His name's Aaron Walker. I've talked about him numbers of times. I'm still I'm still in that mastermind. I've been a member for ages. Uh, He says people crave authenticity. And you you were quite generous uh, with me at the beginning of this show. And you use that word to describe, you know, how I show up. And so this is the thing, like if I'm doing a keynote, uh, if I'm on a podcast, if we're having a beer at my house, like nothing changes about who I am. Right. And that's just that that's an edge that I choose as a leader because uh, I don't I don't want to have this like sort of separate thing. And there's some people who preach right professional private. Now, I'm not saying overshare. I'm just saying be you right? That's what I'm trying to say. And that's important to me. Um, so if, if we noodle on Aaron's idea that people crave authenticity, then by you showing up as the truest version of yourself, living out the, the superpowers that you have, that's just going to have an impact you know, within your organization that you just won't be able to create if you show up inauthentically, right? You Here's another way of putting it, okay? Imagine yourself driving on a highway, all right? Um, Actually, you have two options, two highways. You're going to the same destination. On paper, they're the same distance and you'd arrive at the same time. But in highway number one, it's bumper to bumper traffic, okay? Highway number two, free road, pedal to the metal, no cops either. So you could go as fast as you want. All right. <laughs> Which one are you going to choose to drive in? And to me, that's like the difference between showing up authentically and like just in the zone and in the flow versus uh, being on being on a highway that's bumper to bumper traffic. Why would you play or drive in that area? It's just silly. <laughs> well, I agree. And the let me give an example to Danny of how I've seen this in, in your work. And so for, for listeners that are familiar with you, they may already know this, but for those of you that may not be familiar with, with Daniel Bauer's work, you need to subscribe to his newsletters. You need to check out his podcast. You need to buy his books. Um, you need to check out his mastermind opportunities. And even though I now have mastermind opportunities too, I would point any of my friends to, to Danny Bauer's um, mastermind opportunities. But, but Danny, because I read your newsletters, I know that for years you have shared openly 
about the growth of your own education consulting business, your own growth as an organization, how better leaders, better schools, um, what the numbers look like from month to month. You've shared numbers of people that you're helping, the growth of your mastermind communities, where you may have um, been able to obtain sponsorships. And so for some people, uh, especially people that are in, in the business world, they might look at those actions and think, why would anybody open their books publicly on the internet and with newsletter subscribers to see behind the veil? Because some, you know, some people I think think there's an advantage to an appearance that we are super successful, just trust us. And what you've been able to do through your authenticity is to show this is the reality of where I am right now in my growth. But then because you're so authentic, if someone pays enough attention, they're just seeing consistent growth and more growth and more growth and more growth. You know, three years ago, you were sitting at how many mastermind members compared to now? Yeah, three years ago, probably, let's just say 20. I don't know. I can tell you that there were Mm -hmm. seven early adopters, right? Then yeah. we then we then we got to the twenties and I was still in the school. Um, and then when we decided to move overseas in the summer of 2017, uh, that's when it grew from 20s to the 40s, 40 to eventually 56, then 60. And now, well, you know, we have cohorts um, where I pour into and train and develop the mastermind coaches. But at, at the point of this recording, like there's already there's now two cohorts that I don't lead. That are and it's so fun because it's a triple win. I've never even heard of a triple win. It's uh the 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 <laughs> leaders in the the members are growing right and being served powerfully. I never expected this, but the the coaches feel stretched right and they're growing because of this new opportunity to serve. And then you know from a business perspective, let's just be honest, like. I actually make a little bit of money and I'm not even there. And that's, that's kind of cool because wow, like mm-hmm. that's interesting. And so that's, that's a triple win, you know? Yeah. And so I want listeners to take that application to, to whatever work you do. Cause some of you that are listening are aspiring leaders, new leaders, veteran leaders, leaders of leaders, depending on, on what your role is. And I think for me, the application Danny is that vulnerability and authenticity and transparency provide others the opportunity to give you feedback yeah. and and to give and you are presenting a realistic picture of where you are and where you want to go yeah. and what's been the result of that and the result of that has been growth and so mm-hmm. i there's just so much power in that i think in terms of like how, if i'm thinking about leading a school how do i replicate that same kind of authenticity vulnerability being realistic with the people that i serve um, and welcoming their input in that growth too, because you know either you're really lucky, or there's something that's working in that formula. And I think there's something working in that formula. Obviously, I think you're a blessed man, Danny. You've chosen foundations in your work that are strong and full of integrity. I think mm-hmm. it it allows you work, it allows that growth to build upon itself. And so, congratulations on that. But but you've modeled that in your work. But you're also inspiring that in the work of others too. Other thoughts on that before I jump to my next question? Well, you talk about application, so I'm I'm happy you know to keep digging into this. But for the for the listener, um, I again people crave authenticity. Figure out what feels right to you. Uh, you might need to have conversations with your family and certainly as a a building principal, understand the context of, of how your system operates. Um, cause I could see that potentially in the wrong 
fitting district, right? Like that would ruffle some feathers and get you in some hot water pretty quick. Uh, but, but the other thing, and people probably don't know this at all. I, I never would share the actual amount, like revenue wise, like if it was 1000, 5,000, 10,000 or more, but I did show percentages of growth in, in, um, uh, decline in terms of, uh, uh, revenue. And, um, I was okay with doing that, but authentically showing up here on the show that actually, uh, rubbed, rubbed my partner and my wife the wrong way. And so we had a conversation and actually I've taken that out. I still monitor it, but that part, she didn't, she thought like maybe whatever. So anyways, knowing how I want to have my family too, that was an important thing for me to concede. But I still talk about how many leaders I serve, podcast downloads, email subscribers, um, sponsors, and the rest of it, books sold, all of it. So uh, it has worked, but check with people important to you to make sure it works for them as well, because it's not just about you. Principal Matters listeners, I want to jump in right here and just let you know that as you're listening to part one of this conversation with Danny Bauer on unlocking talent within every school leader, that there is a free copy of chapter one of that book that you can find in the show notes at my website at williamdparker.com. Just go to episode 264 and you'll find a link to a free chapter of Danny's new book, or you can go to his website at betterleadersbetterschools.com and check it out there. I hope you've enjoyed this week's conversation and I can't wait to share more of Danny Bauer with you next week. Until then, thanks for doing what matters and we'll talk to you soon.